Welcome to the Shulamite Podcast, an extension of Shulamite Ministries and Shulamite.com, with weekly interviews and teaching with author and speaker Martha Kilpatrick and hosted by John Enslow. This weekly podcast is a way to stay connected to the ministry. So come experience anointed messages, not giving just another method, but a living impartation. In the last podcast, we had uh, talked about Joan and, and what she was saying about the books. And it was we were looking for what was the difference between the, the uh, impact of them. Uh, they're both written in the same voice, obviously, because it's me. And they're vo- both written um, kind of in the same style. But there's a there's a distinct difference between the two. So um, uh, and 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 I wanted her to come and say it. I, I was trying to do it my best, and I just couldn't do it. So, um, what do you got, Martha? Well, we were so she saw the connection between the two, and when she saw that, I saw that sovereign touch is God's side, God's voice, God speaking. And the great exchange is man's side. But she said it in very interesting terms, deeper than that. That's just, that's amazing to me. That's just amazing. What I saw the difference in the two books is in The Sovereign Touch, it is about John's journey to seeing God's sovereignty and God's side of his story. And so you can read it as John's story. You read it, you know, it's very personal, yet you can read it and stand objectively outside of it because it's John's story. Whereas the, the Great Exchange is also John's story, but it's our narrative as well in our history with God, our journey. And there's no escaping it because John immediately, as he did in the other book, takes you in. He, he brings you into his story, but in this, he brings you into your own story. And he's very personal. He's honest. Um, it's exposing of where our lives really are, how we live, our internal life. John takes you right into the, your own guts of your story. So there's not an escape on it, whereas the sovereign touch, you can say, yeah, well, that's John's story. But the great exchange, no, that's all of our story. Yeah, it, it, when you said that, I was, I was amazed because um, I do know that I say at the very beginning of the book, uh, of the great exchange, I say, listen, if you're satisfied with your good Christian life, please, please, please put this book down. This one is not for you. I, uh, you know, I'd rather you just go, go really exhaust that phase of your life that you think that you're good and that you've, you've got it all set. Um, and come, come back when it's not, when, when you are needy and needing, um, an exchange of life. You're needing the victory side of life. You're needing his victory lived in your life. Then come back. But if you you think you're you're a okay doing it, why even read it? The wonder of it for both the books, but especially for the Great Exchange, is I said to John, John is never superior, mm. and so he has the power to impart it to other people because he doesn't look down. He's looking up. Mm, mm, mm. He doesn't look at himself in any superiority. So it's, not a, it's not a point of telling. I'm not telling you. Right, just, you're not telling, but you're sharing mm-hmm. your, t- your, your own journey 
and in doing so, you have us accept our humanity and our need. Mm. Because you're not, you don't ride from superiority. Wow, how wonderful. Yeah, it really is. I facilitate, I facilitate you, you uh, coming into your own existence, accepting your own uh, sovereign touch, accepting his life. I, I take, I facilitate the, the acceptance of, by being in vulnerability to it and exposing it. I mean, I, I say some things that I would never tell anybody in that book. The Great Exchange. I would, I would never tell anybody. I'd be like, mm -mm. I'll go with, to my grave with that. But it wasn't my story, so he could do it. But I love how it facilitates that. I literally, I give you... Uh, meat. Meat and permission. Yeah, meat though. Yeah, sure enough. I give... Uh, In The Great Exchange, John gives us permission to be as human as we truly are, as needy as we are, as, as failing as we are, as weak as we are, and unashamed of our need. His books are inclusive. Uh, it, by not being superior, he doesn't exclude you um, from the narrative. He brings you in. One other thing he does in The Great Exchange, he unlocks the mystery. Well, we just did that podcast that mm -hmm. that we were stewards of the mystery, of the mystery. and that's exactly what the book does. Mm -hmm. It it it, it makes accessible right. the mystery. It it is bringing the eternal mystery that was hidden for ages and generations, and was revealed according to the scripture to Gentiles. Wow! And so that that mystery. Uh, is Christ, which is a huge boast, and I'm glad you're but, saying it, not me. But see, it's it's mystery. It's but it's not. It's not just that the mystery is Christ. That's not the full mystery. Mm -hmm. The full mystery is Christ came in human form. Right. That's the mystery that God could live in man, mm -hmm. the incarnate Christ. That's you unfold that mystery. That's what it means. That the exchange is what that means. That it is the mystery. You unfolded the entire aspects of the mystery. And that's no small gift. It's no small gift, and it's no small thing because I know that it wasn't me. In that, I know that it, there was no way it was me. Because how how does this this man that's you know living in in the mountains of north georgia how does he have the mystery that's been been covered for eons you know generations and generations and generations and all of a sudden oh yeah well no it's not that i'm the only one that has this that's not it but it was something that was given to me and to share paul paul was a a steward of the mystery and it really didn't have, it wasn't by merit of Paul for him to boast. It was grace that he got that message. And, that, and, and the fact that he could deliver that message, it was all grace. It's beautiful grace that he had. It was God's choosing. This is the one I want to bring it through. And um, this is what I want to say, and this is how I want to impact my people.
And because John doesn't explain the mystery, you're able to come in to the mystery. Mm. I don't know if that makes any sense to you all, but John doesn't attempt to bring the mystery down to be explained. He's able to see it because he was willing to live with the mystery. And therefore he can see it. And just puts it in living terms, not in teaching slash explaining terms. Mysteries are received, not defined. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, a mystery isn't something that you explain. It's something you receive. I really believe that in our age, that mystery is little known. Mm -hmm. In the first century, it was the foundation that Christ indwelling is the Christian life. In the, er in the first church, in the early church, somehow they conveyed that. And uh, I don't know what it is. It could be our self-sufficiency. Because if you live by the mystery, you live by everything from him mm -hmm. and nothing of self. The mystery is utterly fascinating. It's fascinating because you come to live the mystery. You come for him to be in you and to be all that he is instead of all, all you're not. And I'm not meaning you, but... No, me, yes, it is everybody. me. It's all of us. Mm -hmm. It's not a focus on what we're not. Mm -hmm. And I think I said in the podcast that, that the, the uh, Greek meaning of the word mystery is it's uh, some news or revelation that is supposed to be revealed. Mm. It's not a mystery that's meant to be hidden forever and ever just because it was hidden from generations. It's a treasure. It's, it's the treasure. Right. Uh, the secret of right. this life. Right. And it's so little taught and so much left out of the gospel. The gospel is Christ incarnate. That was the promise all through the Old Testament, the heart promise, and that has come at the cross. It was realized. He, he brought a new life in his resurrection that, that is supposed to be our way of living. Incarnate in me. Yes. In me. And I think what I've seen is when, it's re when you receive it, then it can be revealed. We're ever in our culture looking to achieve. We want to explain. We want to achieve a life. We don't want to receive a life or believe that we have need to be given a life. And it's only when you come to that utter desperate place of failure that you're willing to even receive what you know you can't achieve. I think innately we all know we cannot achieve a life. But we try. <laughs> we try. And our trying takes us to the failure to be willing to receive. But that's what's revealed. John, I feel like you have it revealed to you because you received. So in receiving the mystery, it can be revealed to you. It could be revealed to you. And then you can transmit it to others. You can impart it to others because you've had revelation, not achievement. And someone else is willing to can come in and say, oh yes, I need this too. Because you didn't 
It's not out of your self-sufficiency. It's not out of you and what you've achieved. It's out of what you were willing to receive and let God give you. This is not uh, the day of celebrating John, although that's what we're doing. There'll be a much bigger day than this that he will be celebrated for this message because he came to see this through being an abject servant of whatever the Lord asked him to be and do. And he, we're sitting here, Joan and I, looking at John, and we know how he lives and what he's done with his life is to become a servant of Jesus on whatever ground, and some of the ground has been tough. That he's been, he's agreed to to be the servant, and in that level of surrender, I think it should be noted if we're going to explain the book in any form that we've got to talk about who John is as a vessel, and he is. Uh, there is nothing that he withholds from Jesus of what Christ wants him to do in this world. And he does it with joy and abandon without, uh, what would you say, what is the word I'd say? Without drumbeats and <laughs> uh, hoopla. So John's willingness to be a servant not of the ministry, that's not it. Of us, that's not it. It's a servant of Christ and a, and a follower, absolute follower of God's will. The message of my life probably is that you, every, everything you come by, you come through the will of God. And he remains firm, cemented, and consistent in seeking God's will. And so God is able to give John the secrets of the kingdom. And he said to Jesus said to his disciples, you have been given the secrets of the kingdom, but they were his disciples to whom it was given. The crowds didn't get what the disciples got in terms of revelation. And so this, we have to go behind the writer, behind the vessel, to see what kind of vessel Jesus is looking for. Where will he put his life into that human life? It's in the, those who are his servant. And the disciples left everything, and John left everything, absolutely everything, including business and church, to follow Christ in Georgia. <laughs> and uh, he wouldn't brag about that, never speaks of that. It's just a fact. But that's the level that he was like Peter and John that walked away from the boat and the fishing nets and didn't look back, left everything. And that's what a disciple is. If, you, you, if you're going to be a disciple, Jesus says, you have to lose your life to find it. And if you find your life and you orchestrate a life, your own making, your own building, you'll lose your real life and real destiny and, and real identity. So I just want to say what John would never want me to say. <laughs> and that is that the vessel has had been in a crucible of surrender and a willingness to follow, 
that is unique. And so his concept, his revelation of the mysteries of God is profound and personal and very, very real. Thank you, John, for giving us the gift of Jesus in your own life. We hope you've enjoyed the Shulamite podcast. For all the latest from Shulamite Ministries, please visit us at shulamite.com, where you'll find Martha's daily devotions, posts from getalongwithgod.com, and the online library of all of Martha's writings. At shulamite.com, downloading the free Shulamite app is easy, and livingchristianbooks.com is only a click away. Thank you for joining us on this journey to discover a God worth knowing.